Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of This is the Upper Room. I am Erica, your host, and I am so excited to be here and to just see what God is going to do through this podcast and getting to know all of you and really just building this community. I am just so blessed and honored and privileged that God decided to use me in this way. And my prayer really is that each and every one of you would just get something out of it, that you would just join this community and it would just be your hearts getting set on fire for God and your lives being transformed and you taking that love, that agape love that God gives to you and just you go out and just share that with everybody in your community and you just transform lives for the kingdom. So We have a lot to talk about today. God has given me a lot that he wants to share. So we are going to pray and then we're just going to dive right in and just let the Holy Spirit do what the Holy Spirit wants to do. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we just love you, God. We just lift you up now and we just thank you for this opportunity to fellowship with one another, God, and to fellowship with you, Lord. My prayer right now, God, is that every man or woman under the sound of my voice, God, would know today without a shadow of a doubt that they have had an experience with the one true God. Lord, right now, I pray, God, that through this time together, through our time together, God, that you would speak through me, God, that you would speak into their lives with specificity and accuracy, God, that as a result of this moment that we are sharing together, God, the lives would be changed, God that chains would be broken, that their minds would be renewed and restored, God, and their hearts would be redeemed, that they would know that through this time together, God, that you love them, God, that you accept them, God, and you want the best for them, God. This podcast is titled, This is the Upper Room, God. So right now, I pray that just like Jesus did in the upper room, God, that you would speak words of life into them, that you would comfort them, God, that you would enrich them, God, that you would build them up in their most holy faith, God, that at the end of the day, God, they are prepared, God, and ready and confident to walk into everything that you have called for them, God. Lord, we love you, God. We hope that you are pleased and glorified by this time together, God. And we pray more than anything that your will would be done, God, on earth as it is in heaven, God, through this time together and through our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, y'all. So like I said, we have a lot, okay, a lot to dive into today. Like when I was getting ready for this podcast episode, God was just giving me so, so much that he wanted to share with me. He wanted me to share with you. And the overarching theme of today is he, if you get nothing else out of this, nothing else out of this, he wants you to understand how much he loves you. He told me, he said, tell my children how much I love them, how much I adore them, how much I am smiling down on them. And if you get nothing else out of it, that is what I want you to get today, that God loves you so much. He loves you unconditionally. There is nothing that you can do or ever will do that will separate you from the love of God. I don't care what anybody has told you. 
I don't care what you have done. I don't care even what lies the enemy has spoken over you. There is nothing that you can do that will separate you from the love of God. And so the scripture that he gave me for today is Ephesians 1, 4 through 8. It's a long one, y'all, but this is literally one of my favorite ones. And And this is the New Living Translation. And it says, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. I'm going to read that again, y'all. It says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and he forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. And this is one of my favorite scriptures of all time. And back a few years ago when I was just really decided to go all in for Christ and just live my life completely sold out for Jesus. This is one of the scriptures that I kept coming back to because it says that before God even made the world, he had already decided that he loved us. He already chose us in Christ Jesus to be holy and whole without fault. That means that Elohim, the creator of the world, before he put the stars in the sky and the fish in the sea, he already decided that he loved us. He already knew each and every one of us. He called us by name and he said that we were good and that we were worthy and that we were the object of his love and affection. He decided to bring us into his own family. He decided to adopt us into the kingdom and the family of God through the sacrifice of his son. That means that all those many, many years ago, God had made up his mind about you, about me, and his mind was made up that he loved us unconditionally in spite of everything that we have done, we will do, or we did. And the word says that God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should change his mind. So this should bring all of us hope and joy. I pray it does that for you just like it did for me, knowing that he already decided that he loved me unconditionally, that I was precious enough and worthy enough for him to send his only begotten son. And if he already decided that and made up his mind, he's not going to change his mind about us. He's not going to change his mind about you. And that brings me so much peace and joy and comfort. When I look back on the things that I have done, maybe some of you are like me. You look back on the things that you've done and you're like, God, 
how could you love me? How could I be worthy enough of your love even after all the things that I've done, even after all the times that I've turned my back on you, all of the times where I've ran away from you, all of the times where I've told you I don't want what it is that you have to offer because I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough. How could you love me? And God is telling us here in Ephesians chapter one that I've always loved you. I made up my mind to love you and I'm not gonna change my mind about you. So that means that whatever you've done, even if the world says that you are unlovable, you are unworthy, you are just beyond help and restoration, God is telling you that that is not true that I am not a man that I would lie, nor am I the son of man that I would change my mind about you. I have made up my mind to love you and I will love you without fault. All that you have to do to receive that love is to turn back to him, to make up in your mind that you will receive, you will accept, And you will acknowledge the love that God is giving you, that he is freely giving you. And when you do that, everything in your life will change. I know for me, the day that I decided, God, I am going to live for you. I am going to accept the love that you have freely given and that you will always give to me. My life was changed for the better because that meant that no matter what, the world tried to tell me, no matter what lie Satan tried to tell me, I had something that I could hold on to even in the darkest moments. When you know that God loves you and that he accepts you no matter what, then no matter what your outside circumstances look like, you know that God has a way of working this out because he loves me. You know, no matter what pain and trauma that you were dealing with or that you have dealt with, you know that if I let him, God is going to heal me because he loves me. You know that maybe I'm without work right now. Maybe I'm behind on my bills. Maybe I just am in a tough situation financially. You know that God is going to provide for me because he loves me. He loves me unconditionally. And that is a promise that I can hold on to. God wants you to know, he's saying that he is the river in the desert. Just imagine you are out in the desert. You are thirsty. You are seeking some, you are seeking relief. Your soul and your heart are crying out. And God is saying, I am the river in the desert. I am the one, the only one that can fill you up with everything that you need. He is the only one that can satisfy. If you are still thirsty, seek him, run after him, come to the well that never runs dry. Let go of all the cheap imitations. Let go of the things that you used to run to in the past and seek me and I will fill you up. I will quench your thirst and you will thirst no more when you come after me, when you submit your lives to me. 
That is what God is really trying to tell you today. He's saying that I chose you. I chose you and everything you need, everything that you have ever needed, everything that you will ever need, I am the source. And I provide it to you and I give it to you freely because I love you. But you have to choose to love me back. Imagine that there's somebody out there. There's one person in this world who loves you more than anything, who loves you in spite of and because of he knows everything that you have ever done. And he loves you and he's looking you in your eye with a gift. And he's saying, this is my love that I freely give to you. Please choose me. He's always loved you. He will always love you and he will never stop loving you. But you have to choose to accept that love. Choose to look him in his face through the tears, through the shame and say, God, you love me. You chose me. And today I'm going to choose you. I'm going to choose to love you and allow you to love me back. And this is a good one, y'all. This is another scripture that he really pointed out to me um, as I was preparing for this episode today. And it's Ephesians chapter two, verse four. And it says, but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. Again, I'm gonna repeat that. It says, but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sin, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. And so again, what I really want you guys to grab a hold on today, what God is really trying to say is that he is so rich in mercy. His mercy and his grace never run out. They are new to us every morning. His love is never ceasing. There's nothing we can do to earn it, nothing we can do to deserve it. And yet he gives it to us anyway. And he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, even though we have turned our back to him, even though we might have put ourselves in a bad situation because of our poor choices, even though everyone else in our lives maybe has told us that we are unlovable, that we are unworthy, that we have just done too much and sinned too much, even though our circumstances look dead, because of his mercy and his love towards us, when he raised Christ us up from the dead, that means that he can raise us out of our situations. He can raise us up out of our current situation and bring us back to life with his love and his mercy. He can give us the strength through his Holy Spirit to resist temptation. Through the blood of Jesus and through the Holy Spirit, he can free us from the wages of sin and shame, which is death. He can do all of these things and he wants to do all of these things. These are things that he freely gives to us, but we have to choose to accept it. I hear God saying, he's saying, Come to me all who are empty and I will fill you up. 
Come to me, all who are dirty, and I will clean you up. Come to me, all who are broken, and I will fix you up, making something beautiful out of your broken pieces. Come to me, all that the world has cast aside, and I will redeem you, showing you how precious you are. And I get so overwhelmed and I get so emotional because this is something I know that God has done for me. And I know that if he can do it for me and he did it for me, he can do it for you. So listen to this again and really let this sink in. God is saying, come to me. If you are empty, come to me and I will fill you up. If you are dirty, if you feel so much shame, and guilt from your past, come to me, and the blood of Jesus will clean you up and make you new. If you are broken, if your past has left you beaten and bruised and scarred, come to me, and I will put you back together again. I am Elohim. I am the great creator. I can make something beautiful from your broken pieces. I want to put you back together and make you whole. Come to me all that the world has cast aside and I will redeem you. He wants to show you how precious you are to him. Come to me. That's what he's saying. Come to me. Turn back to me. And I will do something beautiful in you. That's what our that's what God is saying. That is what our father is saying. He's saying, come back to me. And maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, Erica, I don't know how to do that. I don't know where to start. I look around me and all I see is sadness. All I see is disappointment. All I see is rejection. I listen and all I hear are people in the past, maybe my mother, my father, an ex, a teacher, whatever it is, telling me that I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. I look in the mirror and all I see is someone who is hurt and broken. How do I turn back to God? And it's so easy. It is so simple. All you have to do right now, wherever you are, is take a moment and say, God, I want you. I am choosing you just like you chose me, God, and I need you. Stop whatever you're doing. You can even pause this podcast. And I want you to close your eyes and I want you to talk to God. I want you to talk to our father and you tell him everything. Unburden yourself. Tell him about the hurt and the disappointment and the rejection. Tell him whatever it is you need to tell him. And then you look at him as he is looking at you and you say, God, I need you today. I want you today because I am tired of living like this. Everything in my life has tried to convince me that I am unworthy, that I am unlovable, but you love me, God, because that is what it says in the word. The word says that before you formed this earth, you chose me as the object of your love and your affection, and you decided to adopt me as your daughter or as your son. 
And because that is what it says in the word, that is what I'm going to believe in my heart. And from today on, I am going to accept that love. I'm going to accept the love that you so freely give. And I am going to allow that love to heal me. I'm going to allow that love to fill me up. I'm going to allow that love to fix all of my broken pieces and to wash everything else away. I am going to allow you to shower me with your love. You have already decided that you love me and you are not a man that you would change your mind. So I am going to take a chance on this love today knowing that if I do so, it will be the best decision that I have ever made. That is what you need to do today. That is all God wants you to do today. All he is asking you to do is to decide once and for all to accept the love that he is giving you so freely. All he is saying is take a chance on me. See what my love can do. You've already done it your own way. You've already done things the way this world is doing things. And I know if you are anything like me, all that did was leave me broken, confused, and full of doubt and anxiety. I've never had any peace. I was always confused and constantly wondering why my situation looked the way it did. So all God is asking you to do today is to take a chance and to see what his love can do. He has so much to offer you. And all you have to do today is decide to accept it. And if you are somebody today who is listening to this and you are like, wow, I don't even know who God is. I don't even know who Jesus is, but I am, I want to accept the one who already loves me. I want to love the one who already loves me. But where do I start? Again, all you have to do today, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, all you have to do is to just repeat after me and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I love you, God, because you first loved me. I recognize today that I am a sinner in need of saving. I am a daughter or a son in need of a father. And I know God that only you and you alone can provide everything that I am in need of. I know that Jesus Christ alone is the only one who can offer me salvation. So today I have made up my mind and I have accepted in my heart to allow Jesus Christ to come in and save me. And I have decided to accept you, Lord, as my good and perfect father. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that your Holy Spirit would fill me today. And as you fill me today, God, I pray that I will never be the same in Jesus' name. And if you pray that prayer today, I fully believe that Holy Spirit is going to move in on the inside of you. I believe that Jesus is going to show himself to you like never before. I believe that you have had a life-changing encounter with the one true God and that this accepting God 
and his love, accepting Jesus and the salvation that he has given to you is the best decision that you have ever made in your life. If you have made this decision today, please, please, please reach out to me. Please, please follow me on social media at Erica S. Farr. Email me at erica.s.far at gmail.com because I want to celebrate you. I know that everyone in heaven, all the angels and the elders are celebrating right now that you have made this decision. And so we want to celebrate you here as well at This is the Upper Room. I love you all with the love of the Lord. And I want to thank you for being here on the first episode with me. I'm so excited for the many episodes to come and just so thankful and grateful for all God is going to do through us and through this community. And I can't wait to see what he's got in store. So I love you and I will see you or speak to you, talk to you at the next episode. All right, y'all, that is it for today. And I pray that you got something out of this. If you are listening to this and don't know the Lord or haven't accepted Jesus into your life and your heart, but you want to, I'm going to pray with you. Say this prayer with me wherever you are, and I know that God is going to answer you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your love and your compassion towards me. Thank you for sending your only son to die for my sins that I might be saved. I know that I am a sinner and I know that Jesus is the only way to salvation. So Father, today I invite you into my heart and I give my life over to you. Take over as my Father and as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me today, I am so happy for you. And I know that accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior will be the best decision that you have ever made. Make sure to go and follow me on social media at Erica S. Barr to get connected to our awesome community. And while you're there, shoot me a DM and let me know how I can be praying or celebrating you during the week. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. I love you with the love of the Lord and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.